Hey guys, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Beth and Katie, founders of Pre-PA Clinic, and we are so happy you are here. If you are pre-PA, then you are in the right place, and we are so excited to help you get accepted to PA school. One myth out there is that you have to be a perfect candidate to get accepted to PA school, and we are here to tell you it is simply not true. We have years of experience working at PA schools, reviewing CASPA applications, deciding who to interview, and deciding who to accept. And guess what? You can absolutely get accepted to PA school without perfect stats. And we are here to show you exactly how to apply to PA school the right way so you can get accepted. You have probably heard about our application to acceptance course, also known as A to A course, and have seen the testimonials from all the applicants that have been accepted because of this course. A to A is invaluable for showing you how to pick the right PA schools that value your strengths and are more willing to overlook weaknesses, creating your strongest application that stands out to programs so that they are really excited to interview you, deep diving into each and every part of your CASPA application to make sure you are highlighting yourself the right way, how to answer interview questions so you crush your interview, and so much more. We literally walk you through creating your strongest, most competitive application. So if you haven't joined A to A yet, definitely get in and let's put together your most outstanding PA school application. We are so excited to see you in the private A to A group and can't wait to hear which PA schools you land interviews at and where you decide to attend. Sign up in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. So today I want to talk to all the pre-PAs out there who are thinking about applying to PA school, trying to figure out their major, trying to figure out what classes to take, and figure out the application process. So every school, as you know, has different application requirements. They have different minimum requirements. But if I was someone who was interested in becoming a PA, I would make sure I take a minimum number of classes. Now, these classes are not going to be enough for all PA programs, but these are classes that I would make sure I would fit in my curriculum if I was interested in PA school. Again, all programs are going to require something different. Some require more than this. Some will require less than this. But these are just the basic classes that we recommend everybody have if they're applying to PA school. So first off, your anatomy and physiology. So again, not all programs require anatomy and physiology, actually. There are some programs that don't have any specific prereqs. But if you want to get a leg up on PA school, you need to have some anatomy and physiology background. One, you need that information. So even if you forget a lot of it, at least you've learned it in the past. So for example, if you've learned a lot of anatomy in the past, some of it does come back to you in PA school. And this is 100% essential for PA school. You're going to learn to do physical exam, but how do you know where to palpate? Or how do you know where to listen? Or how do you know what to look for on physical exam if you don't understand the anatomy of it. Also, if you do things like injections or any kind of procedures, anatomy is going to be crucial. Anatomy in PA school can be pretty brutal. It's very, very hard, especially if you have a cadaver lab associated with your anatomy class. So it can be really, really tough. So having some basis of anatomy, I think is crucial. I recommend everybody take anatomy and physiology in undergrad, and I recommend you take the lab with it. Now, not every program requires a lab, but we do recommend you take eight hours of A&P or four of anatomy and four of physiology or just eight of A&P, so A&P 1 and A&P 2. We recommend you take a lab with both of these because one, not only does that open you up to more programs, some programs do require a lab, but two, it just gives you more information about anatomy and physiology. 
A basic understanding of physiology is also really going to help you. It's going to help you not only when you learn about the pathophysiology of disease, it's going to help you in things like pharmacology. So some basic A&P, we recommend everybody take eight hours of A&P. It will open up the programs you're allowed to apply to, and it will also allow you to get some good scientific foundation. Another class we recommend is some kind of biology sequence class. So whether it's called biology 101 or biology one and two, whatever it's called at your program or at your school, we recommend you taking a full year of biology, some kind of basic biology. Now this sequence, we recommend it to be for science majors. So at most universities, there's two types of beginner biology. There's the biology that science majors are gonna take that has a little bit more in depth, that has a little bit more information, right? It sets you up to take more upper level science classes. And they're the biology that everybody else takes. So if you're a history major or you're an English major and you have to take a biology class, kind of check that box. And that's typically a little bit more of an overview. It's a little bit more surface. It's not quite as in depth because they know that you're not gonna be taking any upper level biology classes and you don't need to build upon this. But if you're a science major or if you're gonna go into a science master's like physician assistant, right? We recommend that you have this biology sequence. Again, eight hours, we recommend you take bio 101 or whatever it's called at your school for four hours and bio 102 for four hours for science majors and have this sequence. A lot of programs do require some basic biology, but really what it does is it sets you up for success for your upper level biology classes that you're going to take and it sets you up for success in PA school. So having a basic understanding of biology, I think is really, really important um, for PA school. So we recommend eight hours of biology. We also recommend the similar thing in chemistry, basic chemistry classes, a year sequence with labs for science majors. Now, again, not all programs require this, but I really do think it sets you up for success, not only in PA school, but also for upper level chemistry classes. Chemistry really teaches you how to think. It's very similar to math that way. If you think about it, it teaches you how to think. It teaches you critical thinking skills. And a lot of students sometimes struggle with chemistry for that reason. So taking some basic chemistry, being introduced to this critical thinking type of learning is going to be really, really helpful. So we recommend eight hours of chemistry for sure. Another class we recommend as an upper level bio class, we recommend microbiology. Now, a lot of programs actually require microbiology, but not all of them do, but it's going to be really, really helpful when you start to learn things like pharmacology, especially when you start to talk about like, hey, your gram negatives and your gonococcals, et cetera, your antibiotics. It's going to be really, really crucial for you to have a basic understanding. And PA school goes so fast. It goes so fast. They don't have time to teach you microbiology. They expect you to come in knowing at least a little bit about it. And if you have this solid foundation, then you're going to really be able to understand antibiotic choice and pharmacology and drugs, et cetera, in PA school. So we recommend everybody take micro. Most programs don't require it with a lab, but some programs do. So we always recommend you take a lab. And actually, microbiology lab is really, really fun. Um, I think it really really just enhances what you are actually learning in lab. And I remember it from undergrad, it was a lot of fun. So do recommend you take micro as well. We also recommend an upper level chemistry class. Now, some people go with organic or some people go with biochem. And again, the prerequisites are gonna be different depending on what program. Some require no upper level chemistry, some require you know, organic one and two, some will let you sub biochemistry, it really just depends. But taking some kind of upper level chemistry will show that again, you have that critical thinking and will also help you learn some of the basic chemical principles that you're gonna need in PA school. Now, my personal experience is that I thought biochem was a lot more useful than organic one and two. 
I thought it was a lot more applicable to the health science part, and I thought organic one and two, I don't really see the the reason for that really in real life with what I wanted to do, but it did teach you how to think. It did really kind of teach you how to think about the different molecules and to think about the different areas. So if you're interested in research or the programs you're interested in require organic, I think that that's a good class to teach you how to think, to teach you how to learn. But I think biochemistry for me at least seemed to be more applicable to actual PA school. We learned about nutrition and we kind of learned about amino acids and we learned about a lot that is going to really be crucial to PA. So we recommend some sort of upper level chemistry class um, as well. Another class that we recommend, even if it's not required by your program, is some kind of med terminology. It can be a class, it can be a course or certificate, something like that. And the reason for that is it's really gonna help you. Because first day of PA school, we assume that you speak medical language. We assume you've either worked in healthcare enough or taken a class or learned it on your own. And we're gonna start speaking. You're gonna be lectured in medical terminology. And so it's almost like a foreign language. And if any of you guys remember trying to learn a foreign language in high school, it can be really, really tough. So PA school is so fast and all the information comes so quickly that you don't have time to not understand the language, right? So if you learn the language ahead of time, that's really going to set you up for success. Don't try to learn what um, the medical language is while you're also trying to learn medicine, right? It can be really, really tough. So even if your school doesn't require it, we recommend getting some sort of medical terminology class or certificate. Some schools do require it because they see the need and some just assume that you're going to learn it in your clinical practice or your patient care hours or healthcare hours. Either way, we recommend it. We think it's great. Another class we recommend is some sort of psychology. Now, a lot of programs like general psychology, a lot like abnormal psychology, some like lifespan and developmental psychology, but those are the top three that I would choose from. So either one or two psych classes, I think are going to be really, really useful. Remember, psychiatry is going to be a big part of your PA training. It's also going to be a big part of your boards and your practice. So a lot of people have anxiety, depression, a lot of people have psychiatric disorders. And so having an understanding of the brain and how that works is going to be really, really crucial and really important. You also learn a lot of psychosocial stuff in psych as well. And that can also help you too when we're talking about dealing with a diverse population and kind of treating people and understanding, you know, the, their psychosocial background and how that impacts their health and how that impacts their treatment choices, etc. So psych can be a really good one too. We recommend at least three three to six hours of psych. Again, you can choose from any psych you want, but a lot of programs do require either general intro, abnormal, or lifespan developmental, and I think those would be the best ones to start with. The last thing that we recommend is stats. And I know that doesn't sound very sexy, right? It's math, it's stats, it's numbers, but I can tell you a couple of things. One, you are gonna have to do some sort of master's project or thesis at your PA school. Now it varies school by school what's required about this, but understanding stats can be super, super helpful when you're doing this project. Another thing is, is you're gonna have to, when you are out practicing as a PA, read research papers and decide if you're going to change the way you practice based on that research paper. So you need to understand kind of the stats, you need to understand p-values, you need to understand what type of evidence this paper is saying because you are literally going to be responsible for people's lives and you're going to have to decide, hey, I really like this new paper that came out. I'm going to try this with my patients. And so you have to kind of understand how stats work, you know, what they actually can show and what they can't show. 
different types of studies, et cetera, and stats can really help with this. I found stats really boring in undergrad. I mean, I actually do like math, but I found stats kind of boring, but it is absolutely super useful. So even if it's not the most exciting class in the world, it's gonna be very useful. And guys, it's a common prereq for PA programs, so it's a twofer. You get that information and that understanding, and you also meet that criteria. Now, any other class? that is an upper level science class, I think is great to take. It's never gonna be wrong to take an upper level science class. Common classes we see are things like genetics, right? Immunology, all these are really, really going to help you. Cell bio, there's so many classes that will help you in PA school, but this is the minimum that we recommend. Again, every program is gonna be different. You won't meet all the prereqs for some programs if you just take these, but this is a good starting point. If you're trying to figure out, hey, I wanna be a PA in the next two, three, four years, maybe you're a freshman or a sophomore and you've changed your major, or maybe you just wanna figure out when you're gonna take these classes, I would make sure if I was doing it all over again that I would at least have these classes and then build upon it from there. Now remember, if you know what programs you're interested in, you can go and look and see the prereqs and make sure you meet all those boxes. But if you're early in the process, you might not know what programs you want. So take these as a basic science classes and other type classes that you probably need to add to your undergraduate degree to make sure that you are ready to apply to PA school. But don't stop here. Add on some classes you're interested in and make sure that you are a competitive applicant for PA school. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Where the White Coats Come Off. If you did, please leave us a review. Please send this link out to anybody else who might be interested. It really helps us and allows us to continue doing this for you. Check you next time.